Hello, this is Harry Thomason, and welcome to The Story You Never Heard. Produced, edited, and scored with original music by our friend Benji Gaither in Nashville. On this podcast, we'll tell you stories about your world, your country, your people, and things that happened long ago and not so long ago. Stories you've probably never heard until now. Here's tonight's tale. The Mickey. Mickey always had a penchant for trouble, but stayed out of it long enough to make a mark as a bartender and waiter at Chicago's 1893 World's Fair. Soon afterward, he landed a job at Toronto Gems in the city's Whiskey Row. But his old pattern of trouble caught up with him when he got mad and hit a customer with a mallet bartenders used to knock plugs into loose beer kegs. It damaged the customer's eye, and Mickey was fired and disappeared before he could be arrested. But he persevered, calmed down a little, and from 1896 until 1903, things improved for him. In fact, they were booming at a place he now managed, the Lone Star Saloon and Palm Garden Restaurant, operating in Chicago in an area sometimes referred to as Satan's Mile on 527 State Street, now the 1100 block of South State Street. The music was great, the food great, and good times were had both. Mickey had a way of keeping people feeling good. At the turn of the century, his place was one of the places to be in this city on the prairie. Mickey also had methods for helping him turn better profits, and he eventually shared those methods with a couple of other waiter friends to help them do better in their chosen profession. But then, in early December of 1903, everything hit a startling snag. It was the method for profit enhancement that seemed to attract attention. The authorities were suspicious and wanted to know how this plan worked. It didn't take long for it to be revealed after a prostitute, Go-Tooth Mary, who worked at Mickey's place as a hostess, agreed to talk to the police. Her testimony was quickly followed up on October the 16th, 1903, when police shut down the Lone Star Saloon and Palm Garden Restaurant and arrested Mickey. He later spent time in prison for his unique business improvement methods. It all went quiet for more than a decade, and then around late 1917, it seemed like the number of waiters hanging around the Chicago Waiters Union headquarters started growing in size. The head union officials couldn't figure it out, but the usually almost empty building was busier than ever as its members gathered in off hours to whisper about the good and the bad features of Mickey's business plan for waiters. Someone even noticed that a couple of the waiters that worked with Mickey and with whom he shared his secret were there almost every day, and they seemed to be the most popular guys in the room. Now, you're probably wondering what Go-Tooth Mary could have said that wrecked the business, sent her boss to prison, and was shared years later so waiters could improve their economic status. Well, she explained how Mickey dealt with rich patrons who came to his saloon. The richer patrons normally had a lot of cash on them because there was no such thing as a credit card. So, Go-Tooth Mary told how a more wealthy person would come into the bar and start drinking, and soon, Mickey would slip a little of his special powder into the person's drink, especially if the person was uppity or rude. The powder, antimony potassium nitrate, would cause the customer to become unconscious, and then Mickey would have him removed to a back room. They would take all his money and then have him thrown out into the back alley. The drug, as well as causing unconsciousness, produced headaches, dizziness, vomiting, and fortunately for Mickey, a little memory loss. So the next morning when the victim woke up in the back alley, they usually had no idea of what happened. 
But over a decade later, the waiters were going to use it a little differently. Clouds of the coming alcohol prohibition were gathering, and Chicago's rich and powerful, and the waiters' minds had turned more arrogant and mean, and the waiters hated them. A couple started making Mickey's special mix, putting it in small paper packages named with Mickey's full name of Mickey Fins, and selling the Mickey Fins at the Union Hall for 20 cents a package. Sales were fantastic, a bargain for something that would help you punish the elite, snobbish, poor tippers of Chicago, pick up a few bucks, and improve your life at the same time. All you had to do was slip him a Mickey. When the waiters drug someone, they couldn't manage to take enough time to haul the victim to a room and then to a back alley. So they used it mainly as a punishment to bad-mannered tippers. If one did pass out at a table from the mixture, they would take any money they saw on his table, even sometimes grabbing loose bills from a pocket. But they mainly enjoyed punishing the elites. Then they would just go put them out on the street like an ordinary drunk, and when the victim woke up, they had no idea what happened. Most of them just decided they drank too much and never reported anything. Soon it all went wrong again. The police were tipped off to the waiter activities and roughly swept into the Union Hall in streets of Chicago, arresting over 100 waiters for using Mickey fans on people and, in fact, killing several. That raid finally broke the back of the Chicago waiters. Oh, and guess what? A raid about the same time nabbed the one and only Mickey fan who had gotten out of jail and quietly started a dingy bar in Chicago, still serving his very special drink. Chicago, the gem of the prairie, which has given us a lot of great things over the years. Also, thanks to the Southside miscreant, Mickey Finn, gave us the term of slipping a Mickey. The term has been around over 100 years now and is known to practically everyone since it has been used in, in so many entertainment shows like I Love Lucy, Happy Days, Seinfeld, The Big Bang Theory, and even the musical Annie. Well, that's our story you never heard for the night, and we hope you enjoy it. If this is your first time here, why not check out the rest of our catalog? We've been at this for about a year now and have some great stories in previous episodes. If you like what you hear, be sure to share this podcast with your friends and family and leave us a review wherever you're listening. Your reviews and ratings go a long way in helping our listeners find us. If you'd like to help us as we research and write more exciting stories you've never heard, you can make a small monthly contribution by going to anchor.fm slash T-S-Y-N-H and clicking on the support button. We appreciate each and every one of you and thank you for giving us your time each week. We'll see you next week with a brand new story you never heard. This show is executive produced by Benji Gaither and Douglas Jackson. Our technical consultant and website administrator is John Balderson. The audio is supervised by Justin Nichols. Have a good night, everyone.